0: Welcome back, everybody, to your ex-boyfriend's podcast. This is episode 39, titled Talking to Yourself. Uh, There's really no old business, except to say that last week's episode about being wrong, failing, making mistakes, moving past those things, um, it kind of led me to this episode. The reason I say that is because being wrong, making mistakes, uh, failing often leads to this topic that I want to talk about this week. It's a short and sweet one and I don't think we're going to spend too long on it, but suffice to say that it is something that I would guess that a lot of us struggle with. I know I do. And it's an easy idea to understand but a hard one to master. I guess is how I'll put that. So, What are we talking about this week? Well, we are talking about talking to yourself. Namely, the idea that how you talk to yourself is important and it matters. Before on this podcast, I want to say somewhere in the mid-teens on the episode count, we discussed the principle of uh, good in Equaling good out, and basically being the idea that what you put into your mind and your body directly affects what comes out of them. If you eat well, you stay healthy, you know, physically, right? If you take care of yourself emotionally, you then are able to take care of others emotionally. If you have a good relationship with yourself, then you can then have a good relationship. With other people. How you speak to yourself falls under this category of going in. In that, what you say to yourself, while you are the one putting that out there, you're putting it into yourself. So what you say, how you speak, the way in which you treat yourself directly affects Like directly, A to B, affects your general state of health. The story that you tell yourself tends to become your reality. And I want to bring it back all the way back to the beginning of this podcast. If you remember, we talked about how people in general, I've noticed, spend a great deal of time convincing themselves to do anything other than what they should, to do anything else. So when we look at why the story that we tell ourselves tends to become our reality, it's because the story we tell ourselves has a lot of power. And we see this I think it's something that a lot of us have probably read about or heard about or seen if like seen seen it take effect personally or secondhand, it's the placebo effect. For those people that don't know, the placebo effect is this phenomenon that occurs when the brain is tasked with convincing itself that it is receiving medical treatment all the while you know, the, the treatment being like a sugar pill or, uh, you know, an, a not treatment. <laughs> Basically, people given, since that's the easiest um, example, I'll just use a pill. People given a pill and who are then told that this pill will do whatever, this pill will, you know, cure your migraines or it will lower your blood pressure, whatever. People given this pill and told that will actually, in full reality, experience the effects that they have been told that the pill will elicit. The pill in this experiment, in this phenomenon, is nothing. It's a sugar pill or it's a cap filled with literally nothing. It's just gelatin. The brain is so powerful. Our brains are so impactful on our state of being that they can actually manifest the effects that they believe are being manifested for them. And on top of that, being as crazy as it already is, this placebo effect, and called placebo for those that don't know, because the placebo is the treatment, like the quote unquote placebo Treatment is the thing that does nothing, right? It's the pill filled with sugar water, whatever. This effect works even when the person taking the placebo knows that it is a placebo. The, the knowing that it is fake, that it does literally nothing, does not affect the brain's ability to convince itself that it is doing something. I highly recommend reading more on this topic if you're interested, because it is wild, like absolutely crazy, like verging on superpower. (laughs) Nuts. Um, But all that to say, the brain is very powerful, and this effect, the placebo effect, isn't singular in that one medical context. Even when you know, bringing it back, (laughs) Even when you know the story that you're telling yourself isn't accurate, whatever you're saying about yourself isn't true, if you repeat it enough, it will eventually become your reality. Your brain is so powerful that the story that you keep repeating is going to become the truth. You tell yourself, I'm not worthy of love. Enough times you'll end up believing it and then you will act as if you are not worthy of love. Unfortunately, this trend that a lot of people experience of of not knowing how to talk to themselves in a healthy way, not knowing how to tell themselves a, a, a story that is either, you know, positive or productive or even accurate, this often starts in childhood. And there is a quote, and I wish I could remember who said this because it was so, God, it's poignant. It's so impactful. Um, and I even Googled, I tried to reverse Google the quote and I couldn't, I, Google couldn't figure out who said this. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm paraphrasing too hard. Um, but basically the idea was, the quote was, as children, when our parents fail us, we are faced with two options. We can believe that they are in the wrong or we can believe that we are in the wrong. And as children, we inevitably choose the latter. When faced with having a caretaker, a parent, who is your sole source at that time in your life, who is your sole source of security and having your needs met and and teaching and emotional support and or should be, I guess I should say, in a lot of these situations. When you are faced with believing that they're the ones that failed you, that they're the ones that didn't meet, you, meet your needs, that they're the ones that made you feel bad, you have the option, we have the option as children of believing that Or believing that we did something wrong, that we need to change, that it was something inherently wrong with us. The unfortunate thing about that is when it starts in childhood, it is, you know, it's it's harder to (laughs) unravel later on. That's something that gets bred into you, you know, right from the beginning. You have, or I should say you are going to have a lot harder time, you know, untangling that mess. So why is this idea of the conversation you have with yourself, why is it important? And if you haven't picked up this idea already, here it is, straightforward. If what you tell yourself about yourself is negative, if it's critical, if it lacks empathy, if it's impatient, or if it's simply not true, it will start to become who you are. This is the concept of the self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You will eventually become the thing that you are saying that you are. You will fill the mold that you have set out for yourself. Like liquid takes the form of whatever container it's placed in. If that's your only container, you will pour yourself into that container and become whatever it is, inevitably. And I think a lot of us have either experienced this ourselves or seen it, you know, secondhand with someone we love or or read about it or or at least know of this idea in some shape or form. Everything pointing to this, you know, phenomenon being true no matter where we hear the story. It could be ourselves telling us the story. It could be the external. If you're in an environment in which the people around you all are telling you the same thing about yourself very often, and I would argue the majority of the time, you will conform to the expectation placed upon you. You will conform to the story that you're being told just as easily as you would if it was a story that you were telling yourself. So we look at this and say, well, shit, it's coming from all directions. It's coming from the external. It's coming from the internal. You know, we get negative feedback from others and from ourselves all the time. How do we avoid this becoming the narrative? How do we take action? This is a very easy concept. Like I said at the beginning, very difficult to master. The easy part, the easy to understand idea is be kind to yourself. And I know a lot of us are probably laughing at that because, oh, wow, that is like the hardest thing that some of us have to do. I get it. I'm very much the per- the person that's hard on themselves to the point where I don't even notice it sometimes. Other people have to tell me. But that's the solution. Learn to be kind to yourself. Talk to yourself in the way that you would talk to your best friend. Give yourself the advice that you would give to someone that you truly love. Be as empathetic with yourself as you would with someone who just lost a loved one. It's a very simple concept that we are all aware of and that we all practice on a regular basis with other people. And that's the key. We're good at it or can be good at it with other people for some reason that becomes much harder with yourself. The concept is simple, but since many of us have spent a lifetime being harsh and judgmental and critical with ourselves, it is truly difficult to change. This is what you would call a low skill threshold and a high skill ceiling. It's an easy idea to grasp, but it's a hard one to master. And yes, for those of you who know me, at least decently well, this is a classic do as I say, not as I do scenario. I know that. Like I said, I struggle with this a lot and I am fully aware that I struggle with it. I'm not always aware of when I'm doing it, but I'm aware that this is something that I'm working on and I'm trying to be better. And at the end of the day, that's all you can do. Try to be better. And I would also remember that trying in itself is a success. Those little, sometimes seemingly inconsequential steps forward that you take to do better or to, you know, be more empathetic with yourself, to be kinder to those around you, to be kinder to yourself, those little daily things are the change. Those are the things that are going to get you. To the point that you want to be there is no aha moment there is no you know pivotal point at which you all of a sudden are going to know how to speak kindly with yourself it's going to be practice and just like how we talked about all the negative stuff that you tell yourself being what you will eventually become it works exactly the same in reverse you tell yourself all the things that are positive you be kind to yourself you be empathetic you be understanding you be patient and eventually that is the person that you will be of course as with everything else we've talked about on this podcast it takes endless hard work it's difficult like i said The skill ceiling is very high. It's going to take time and trying and failure, making mistakes, and you just got to keep chugging. Eventually, you'll get there, and eventually, you'll look back and realize that, holy shit, it worked. (laughs) I did it. So, I think that's going to cap off this very short and sweet episode. I feel like that was pretty good. I managed to keep it under 20 minutes. So, as always, this podcast, your ex boyfriend's podcast, is hosted on Podbean at justicetenna.podbean.com. It is distributed literally anywhere you want to find podcasts. If you use a platform, odds are it's there. It's on all the big ones Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. It's on Player FM. It's on Listen Notes. It's on Pandora. I can't even remember all of them. Just go Google my name, Justice Tena, or Google Your Ex-Boyfriend's Podcast. You'll find it. If you want to reach out, give me feedback on the podcast. If you want to be a guest, you can reach me at, by email at your yourexbfpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at your underscore E-X-B-F underscore podcast. I post there weekly with new episodes And we'll probably start posting more Because apparently social media is the only way You can get anybody to do anything these days <laughs> uh, Anyway, on that note Thank you for listening I appreciate all my new listeners Who have showed up recently And I very much appreciate all my diehard listeners Who have been here since the beginning Thank you I appreciate all of you Until next week, stay safe out there, be healthy, and take care.